Welcome to The Square, your podcast from the Iowa League of Cities, bringing you current and important topics from around the state to your town square with our hosts, Mickey Shields, the Director of Membership Services, and Katie Wheeler, the League's Business Relations Coordinator. Our hosts bring you topics that matter to your town square. Your face doesn't look like you're quite ready. I'm ready. I'm ready, Mickey. All right. We're back in the saddle. Back in the the saddle. League offices. Sorry, inside jokes. I don't Nobody. Nobody. I don't know if that's, I don't know. It, anyways, we are in the office uh, after being out last month for the League's Annual Conference and Exhibit in Dubuque. We had a wonderful time, as always. It was uh, quite the show, and we had a record number of attendees, uh, most we've had in almost 10 years. So it was great to see so many people there, and the exhibitors as well. We had a sold-out exhibit hall that was a lot of fun with the luau theme. Katie was definitely dressed for the occasion. Mickey was not. I was kind of uh, not. I had a lay on. I mean, that's got to count for something. It does. I need to do better. It's on my performance evaluation for sure. Mm-hmm. Room um, for growth. Yeah, there is room for growth. The, uh, we also need to thank our speakers, all the great speakers that came uh, for the general sessions, the workshops, the mobile tours. Uh, it was a, just a, a really great conference. And uh, most of all, we thank the attendees. Thanks for coming and sharing that time with us. And hopefully you found it valuable. And we'll do it again next year. So if there's any feedback, please share it with us. We'll be planning our 2020 conference for Coralville, September 16th through the 18th. And in fact, our conference committee has already begun, if you can believe that, uh, getting ready for next year. So it should be fun. It will be fun. One other thing that's going on, or a few other things that's going on, we are getting ready for our fall slate of workshops, which include the budget workshops, our annual budget workshop series. And this is a what we call a MLA year. It's a Municipal Leadership Academy year, which is held every other year after the regular city elections, which are going to be held on November 5th. So shortly after that will be the first MLA set of workshops. So MLA part one will be held in seven locations around the state. Uh, Those are great workshops for newly elected officials, current elected officials and appointed staff, really getting the fundamentals of city government out to the people. Uh, The budget workshops, again, those are held every year. Those will also be held uh, around the state with six locations and six dates. Those are uh, primarily designed for city clerks, city administrators and finance officers uh, as we walk through uh, all things city budget, try to help the cities get ready for the budget season, which is really upon us now. Uh, But all people are elected, all, all city officials are welcome to attend those workshops. Um, all the information that, you could yeah. ever want is on our website. That was a lot of words, Mickey. <laughs> it is. That it's a lot, a lot going on. And you can find more information about all of that <laughs> online and follow us on social media. There's information there. And That's right. Yeah. We have a couple of uh, fun things planned for our social media pages, actually. Yeah. As you bring that up, stay tuned for that. Some uh, You'll get to, I think we're going to pull back the curtain a little bit on how the league is operated. We're going to give you a, perhaps show off to the office a little bit and um, see how things work here. It should be fun. It will it's a be. little teaser there. Okay, so this first part of the uh, episode, and by the way, we did not do one in September because this is going to be kind of a double episode featuring the league's conference. And the first part is going to be some live interviews from our exhibit hall that were a lot of fun. We have people stop by our league booth every year and they spoke, some of them spoke to, to me and Katie. They were willing to be recorded. Yes, That's it the was first step. so fun. It was fun. <laughs> but it is fun to get to, to get to see them and talk to them. Uh, everyone's having a lot of fun in that exhibit hall. And we talked about the importance of the conference, what they get out of the conference, and just... Uh, and it was great to hear what was going on around the yeah, state. Yeah, absolutely. They get to share some of their 
experiences yeah. from their own towns and what they're working on and the achievements that they've had. So give it a listen, and uh, we'll, we'll come back later. Hey, we're coming live from the 2019 Annual Conference and Exhibit Hall. This is Mickey Shields, of course, and with me, as always, is our co-host, Katie Wheeler. Katie? Hello, hello. How are we doing? Doing well. How are you? Pretty good. You look great in your uh, Hawaiian outfit, the luau theme. I kind of slacked. Yeah, you look not bit. so great in your luau right. outfit, Mickey. Yeah, so this is a podcast, so people can't really see us. But I will just say it's that I did for not your benefit. put on my Hawaiian <laughs> outfit like I should have. I'm failing right now. But Katie looks great. A lot of the people here are wearing Hawaiian shirts and grass skirts and lays, and the theme is uh, really coming off. So it's yes. pretty cool. I think it's a great turnout this year with lots of great exhibitors and a great number of attendees. Absolutely. It's a lot of fun, and uh, for those who couldn't make it this year, this is one of the big events of the year, our conference and exhibit, and this exhibit hall in particular is something a lot of people look forward to, and for the theme and the fun and the casual atmosphere to see colleagues and friends and reconnect with folks that you've worked with over the years and, you know, get back to having some fun. And more important, the learning. I heard that, oh, that too. <laughs> this morning we had a leadership seminar, and I have heard amazing feedback from it that it was entertaining, that lots of people were like, I told my council they didn't need to come, and I wish that they would have came because it was so educational. Right. So kudos to you, Mickey Shields. Yeah, despite he the, was, one of the facilitators. He was the facilitator one that of, knocked it out no, of the park. It was a team effort. It was a lot of fun. It was very fun. Uh, also, we had some actors, uh, some city folks, and uh, attendees that acted out some different roles that we had for them and went through some council meeting uh scenarios where the council meeting goes wrong and there's a lot of fun to do it that way and then talk about how to, you can resolve those problems. So, Yes. You know what? Like, why we're here, yeah. we are going to chat with some attendees and Absolutely. see how they're doing tonight. Right. So one of our, I think our first guest live from our 2019 exhibit hall is council member Bruce Perry from the city of Sac City. And Bruce was actually on our uh, our skit today he served as a, uh, a citizen and did a fantastic job in uh, acting out that role. So, Bruce, uh, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Square. How are you doing? Doing very well, thanks. How are you, Mickey? Hanging in there. It's been a long day, but uh, we're having a lot of fun. It's always a great time for league staff and get to see everybody here. So, thank you for coming, and again, thank you for serving on the on that play today. That's that's no problem. It's fun. Thank you for all of your work. This is a great event to get to reconnect with other elected officials, learn a lot about municipal government, and then have a little bit of fun maybe with lays, luau's, and food and cocktails. Appreciate all your help. Thank you. Thanks, Bruce. Thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Next. Beautiful city of Logan. We have someone from the beautiful city of Logan, Angela, here in the exhibit hall. How are you tonight, Angela? I'm great. Thank you. Very good. What's going on in Logan? What's going on in Logan? Well, we just completed a uh, revamping of our city park basketball court, pickleball, uh, tennis courts, and uh, in our band shell, which is kind of our namesake uh, for Logan. It was built uh, shortly after World War II, so uh, it's barely standing, but we gave it some new steps and put in a new four-court basketball court. And awesome. Awesome. There are yeah. kids there every night now That's and we just great. finished uh so we finished the basketball courts last fall but we just put in all new lighting this summer okay great pickleball is like crazy everybody's it so is. interested in these it days. is like we have some 
some older people yeah. who go to Arizona in the uh, winter. Sure. And they've told us how big pickleball is down there. They yeah. have like these massive, you know, places that have like a hundred courts wow. and they hold these big tournaments and everything. So they're pretty excited. I, I think yeah. eventually we need to maybe enlist some of them to hold some little trainings or yeah, something. Right. How to do it. Yeah, yeah for right, us right. younger people. Sure. Angela, have you ever played pickleball? Uh, no, I have a pickleball set in the back of my car. It's been there since last fall. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to. Yeah, it's on my list of things to do. Yeah. <laughs> and what brought you to the league conference this year? Um, well, I missed the last time it was in Dubuque. So I was told by some other clerks that this is an awesome location for the conference and that I really needed to uh, be here. Sometimes I don't come when it's this far away because sure. we came about as far as you could come. Yeah. But um, uh, it's just, it's beautiful. We drove through here this summer on the way to Milwaukee, and I was like, I've got to go there this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. It We're is beautiful. We're glad to area. have you. Yeah. Yes, thank you. And I would I, say this, Logan is in a beautiful part of the state as well. It is. If anybody's it is. been to Logan, the Lust it's Hills such a cool community. Yeah. The awesome. Yeah. And uh, we got some nice tourism things that are opening up right. over there. Yeah. And those rolling yeah. hills are gorgeous. Yes, and it's just they are. Really when they're not town. underwater. Yeah, well, that's true too. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, thanks for coming on to Square. All right. Great to see you. Thank you. Thank you, Angela. This is Dylan Wolfinger with the city of Owine talking to Mickey about our uh, beverage selection tonight. <laughs> Something the league probably needs to work on. There's always room for improvement. I think Dylan made a great point. We need to buy local, shop local. We got so many great local breweries around here in the great state of Iowa. We need to get back to uh, sharing those and enjoying those, right? So local breweries are actually better for your economy because their efficiencies of scale are so much, I say, larger because they don't have like one person brewing millions of batches. Right. So they have to employ more people and uh -huh. better jobs for your community. So that does work out. Uh, your podcast is crushing it. You had a you had a lineup shift, which is working out great. So really excited for you guys, and um, I think the greatest quote of all time is when I asked Bob Justin, "Hey, I heard you on the podcast. Have you listened to it yet?" And he goes, "I haven't watched that yet." <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, uh, that was a great interview with Bob on the home rule topic. That was amazing. He's a, a wealth of knowledge, uh, but yeah, I don't know if he has listened to that just yet. <laughs> So, or watched Dylan. it. Or watched it, for that <laughs> matter. On uh, more topical matters, how's life in Oline? So, it's actually going really well. Uh, road construction projects coming up, so we can get them ready for next year. Uh, CDBG grant we're applying for for some uh, water uh, rehabilitation of some infrastructure. Got to paint a water tower, which is uh, very expensive, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, that's fun. I didn't enter the contest, though. I was just going to ask that. And yeah. is it due next week? I think so. Maybe I have time. Maybe my uh, school superintendent who does a lot of videos, we can kind of pair up on that or do something crazy. But, yeah, just a lot going on old wine, and I'll be talking tomorrow That's right. about our rental inspection program. So hopefully we pack the house and have a good time. Well, hey, it's an annual tradition now. Thanks, my man, for stopping by. The, one of the rising stars in the city management oh, profession. Oh, Keep your eye on this guy. He's going places. Oh. Thanks, Dylan. All right, we have Jaron, the mayor from the city of Washington with us. How are you doing tonight, Jaron? I'm well, thanks for asking. 
And how are you enjoying the conference? This is conference number four. I was just talking. Uh, this is conference number four, and I'm back because it's worth the time, energy, and effort. I learn something every year. That's great. Thanks so for I, having it. Of course, that's our pleasure. And as mayor, um, what are some of the things you're doing in your community? Infrastructure is huge for us. We've also had major projects like a fire station about to be completed, city hall and police about to be renovated, wastewater treatment in 2012, water treatment this last year, a water tower two years ago. So we've really picked up the pieces from new business park oh uh, phase one is done, phase two is next. We're uh, not raising taxes, but Holy making cow. as much happen with what we've got as as possible. It's been great. That's we have wonderful leadership in yeah. our city administrator and, and council. Uh, so we all work together well. That's great. Things that we learn at League of Cities. <laughs> That's good to hear. Yeah. I'm glad it's paying off. So uh, last question. How did you get involved in the city government? How did you run? You know, get involved as mayor? What, what interested you? Washington, Iowa is my hometown and it, like for so many, pulled me back in. I opened a restaurant there and after having that for a year got talked into serving on city council. After that, uh, my predecessor as mayor kind of passed the baton and, and we had a wonderful transition of leadership as I pursued more responsibility and she pursued retirement and grandchildren and had an opponent, had to work for it, but uh, that's the, the basic gist of the story. Yeah, well cool, that, you're doing a great job. So thank Thanks, you for Mickey. coming Appreciate here tonight. Appreciate it, nice to meet you, Katie. <laughs> it's really nice to meet you, Jaron. All right, hey, we're with uh, Mayor Tom Phillips from the city of Norwalk, the wonderful city of Norwalk. So how are things going? Things are going great. Things are growing in Norwalk. We got uh, a lot of industrial that's opening up. We got commercial that's opening up. We got a lot of houses going up. So things are good. Yeah, good. Oh, that yeah, something. <laughs> Sorry. This is why we can edit it all this out later. Yeah. <laughs> what brought you to the league conference this year? Uh, my chief of police. <laughs> Sounds like a really good chief of police. Yeah. He is. <laughs> So yeah, he, he drove, drove you here. Yeah, he drove us. <laughs> That's here. how you got here. Uh huh. That's right. how I got here. Yeah. You enjoying so, yourself so far? Yeah, yeah. So I've uh, been to a few of them. So there's a lot of good learning that goes on here. So just want to. Great. Want to learn more? Absolutely. Did you go to the leadership seminar this morning? I did not. We weren't here. We weren't here in time. Sorry. Eek. Ugh. Uh. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. You bastard. <laughs> That's going to go on for sure. We're going to sure. get an explicit label now. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, Mayor Phillips, great to see you. Good to see you, Thanks too. Thanks for stopping by yeah, the square. Yeah, Enjoy the rest nice of your conference. You. Nice to meet you, too. All right. Take care. All right. Next, we have Travis, the city clerk from Windsor Heights. How are you tonight, Travis? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Hi, Travis. How's it going? I caught me in another conversation. How are things going? Great, great, Mickey. They're doing things. Microphones in your face. We really want to hear you. <laughs> okay, that's great. How are things in Windsor Heights? Pretty good. We're yeah. going through some transitions, but it's okay. Things well, good are thing they have you. Being positive, exactly. Yeah, so things yeah. are good. Yeah, well, I, not many people know this. I live probably like less than a mile from the Windsor Heights borders. I live in, I'm a Des Moines resident, but I frequent your city for all sorts of things. So you guys are doing a lot of good things there. Yeah, that's good. We're hoping to get our University Avenue project done yeah. within the next year and, you know, working toward that and funding and all that good stuff. So sure. and getting our infrastructure going and right. booted back up. And Anybody visits Windsor Heights, you got to go to Colby Park. Yes. Wonderful Colby community Park, center there. And our community center is so popular. We're booking out years in advance. So if you want a great place at a low price, check out our community center. It's great. 
Hey, and how, are you having fun here tonight? I am having fun here tonight. Awesome. It's always fun at the league. Awesome. Hey, thanks for stopping yeah, by, Travis. Great you. to see you. You too. Bye. All right, take care. All right. Those were some great interviews, Mickey. That was fun. Yeah, it was fun. That was great. Thank you again for everyone who stopped by. And mm -hmm. if you ever have an idea, be sure to send it over to the square. We would love to feature your city. Absolutely. All right, next we are going to move into your questions answered. As always, if you have a question, you can enter it into the square at iowaleague.org, or you can leave us a voicemail, and we will answer your question. So let's see if we can stump Mickey this month. I doubt it, but... It's pretty easy to do. This month's question is, can I petition my council to make a change to a law? Well, the answer is going to be no for most cities. <laughs> sad, sad to share that with any citizens that are listening, listening in. I think there is one city in Iowa because they have a uh, special charter form of government. That's the city of Iowa City, my host, my, uh, my hometown. They're a little bit unique in this regard. But most cities in Iowa, we don't have what you see in some other states where there's like a citizen initiative or a citizen referendum process where if you get enough people to sign a petition, you can require the city council to take a certain action on a public policy. Uh, such as parking or zoning or something like that. Um, other states, you see this, it's much more common. But in Iowa, we don't really have that system set up in the state code. Uh, so most cities, you cannot do that. A citizen can't walk in with a petition and say, I want to make a change to a certain city code or a certain city law um, and force that council to take action with that petition. So it's not really uh, allowed un under Iowa code. Now, I would say this to any cities out there, because we get this question quite a bit, and council members sometimes are part of that process. They want to force the city to take a certain action, and they get a lot of signatures, and they think that'll do it. Now, lawfully, doesn't do it. But that petition still has a lot of value, because at minimum, it's basically a citizen survey. And it shows that there's a number of people that are concerned about this particular issue, enough so that they're willing to put their name to it and sign something. So if a city receives that, it doesn't force your city council to take a certain action. I think they should at least acknowledge it and put something on the agenda at a future council meeting to at least give it some discussion and potentially a vote of the council, depending on what the matter is. So while, again, it does not force your city to take a certain action or it doesn't force a question to be added to an election ballot, it still does have value in, in that it shows that people are active and concerned about a, a, a certain thing. There it is. <laughs> he knew the answer. <laughs> I usually do, but well, let's the see nice thing we about can... this is I have time to research it. If <laughs> somebody sends in a question. That's true. Now, on the spot, I would have had to probably dig a little bit. But <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> nah, Who are these, we kidding? Yeah. <laughs> after all these years, you know, I should know at least a little bit, <laughs> you would hope. Let's see if we can stump him. There's got to be. The, I, there are some stuff out there. That every now and then I'm like, holy cow, there's some creative people out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, as always, send in your questions. I do enjoy this stuff. It's, it's the nerdy part of me for sure, as we've covered on this podcast you said it, before. Not me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, digging into state law and city codes and, and trying to find different things. It's always fun. But let's move on to our next segment. I think we're going to talk about. So one of the most fun things and one of the most important things that we do at our annual conference each year, and that is hand out uh, a handful of awards for both cities and individuals that do great work in their communities. And um, the, one of the things that we do every year is the All-Star Community Awards, which are awarded in three different categories for city population size and then a, a special fourth category, which is done as the People's 
All-Star Community Award, which is uh, voted on on our Facebook page. So we're going to start with the category of cities over 10,000 in population. and The winner was Cedar Falls. That's right. For their University Avenue redesign. Right. It's a huge project up there. If anybody's been in Cedar Falls, I went to school at UNI, and University Avenue is the, is a, it kind of connects Cedar Falls and Waterloo. It's a very, very important stretch of road and very, very busy. It's a commercial-lined street, and for it had a kind of a traditional... Uh, design for many, many years, and it, it needed to be redeveloped, and the city addressed that and, and done so in a way that I think is, is really important for the community, and it helps out those businesses and, and also moves traffic in a much more efficient manner. So uh, great to see. I can't wait to drive on it. I'm going Ooh. up we'll be up there soon for a budget workshop, in fact, so should be fun. Next category uh, was 3,000 to 10,000 in population. The winner was Orange City and Sioux Center for the regional airport. Absolutely. The regional airport. So this was an award um, both for the project itself. Getting that airport, I think, is really important for that area. The, they're experiencing some, some nice growth in, in that area. And then also for the collaboration. I think that's the mm-hmm. other thing that really stood out uh, for, the, for this project was the fact that these two communities could come together and identify the need to collaborate. And then the other uh, population category is under 3,000. And the city of Kelowna won that award, right? That's correct. F- for the community center. Right, right. And Kelowna is a community not too far from the city of Iowa City, where I grew up again. And a very unique community is a very cool community. Um, and getting this community center, I think, is absolutely critical for their long-term future. Uh, these, we've seen some of these projects around the state uh, in smaller communities that really need to improve their quality of life, what they this, what they can offer through their parks and recreation, the community centers, stuff like this. So it's great to see they've made that investment in their community and be awarded for it. Then lastly, we have our People's Choice, which is always a lot of fun. We uh, put some folks in there who didn't win in those other three categories into a bracket, so they have a chance at the People's Choice, and then we turn it over to the people, as, you, as the name implies, mm-hmm. and people can go on Facebook. It can be citizens. It can be city officials. They go on there and like their city's project, and this year the winner is Evansdale. Yep, for the Angels Island Bridge. It was a close race, I will say. Yeah, it was a very close, actually. I think all the way through up in, I mean, there was, we had thousands of votes, oh, yeah. likes on the, the, each of these, each round as we went through. It started off with 31 different mm-hmm. cities and projects in this bracket contest, and we whittled it down to the final two, and all along the way, there was uh, quite a few likes. It was great to see the the number of people getting involved on that in that contest. Absolutely. And before we continue, just a fun fact about Mickey that many of you don't know. He really likes brackets. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> when he was little. I think on this podcast, we've already talked about the nerdy <laughs> little Mickey out there. But I will share another one for you just because I, I, I love sharing intimate details about my about childhood you. for some reason. <laughs> um, I did, okay, I do like making brackets. It's just And it's a good fun. thing like hand, because who knew drawn. you could do that at work? I know it, right, exactly. <laughs> Tapping into a totally unnecessary skill. <laughs> but when I was uh, 11 years old, I think I was, yeah, 11 years old, we flew down to, as a family, to uh, Sarasota, Florida, to go to White Sox spring training. That's a thing my dad really wanted to do, so we did it. And on the way back, uh, for give us, give me something to do. He gave me a bunch of legal legal pad uh, paper, 
and I made up the NCAA bracket from that year all on uh, some paper just <laughs> so I could do it. And it took a lot of time, basically the whole plane ride, and I had the entire NCAA basketball bracket made out into this giant, uh, used like about 20 sheets of paper. <laughs> and then me and my brother and some friends in our neighborhood played it all out on uh, driveway basketball games, two-on-two games, pretending to be nice. Iowa or UNLV or whoever was in the NCAAs that year and played it all the way out. <laughs> that's, that is a nice yep, fun fact. Yeah. And that's why he can always come up with our brackets. That's right. Very nicely. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of practice. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. All right, let's move well, on. Well, congratulations <laughs> yes. to all of these award winners for the All-Star yeah, Community absolutely. Awards. Yeah. And you can find more information about all of them on our website and in past Cityscape articles. And if you want to apply for 2020 All-Star Community Awards, there is information about that on our website also. Right. We'll, we look we'll accept forward, those anytime. Yeah. I yeah. look forward to seeing what comes in this year. Yeah, Absolutely. So let's a few more awards that we hand out each year. One of, those, one of those is the Rhonda Wood Smith Award. And this year's uh, awardee is Jessica Kinzer, the city manager in, in the city of Marshalltown. Yes, and that award is always a surprise. And I had the opportunity to sit with her at the table this year <laughs> at conference. And it was awesome because the, bi- the bio is read about the award winner. And she was just listening and then... You could kind of see her face, and then she kind of started to tear up, and she was like, I am so surprised. I had no idea. So it was it was fun. That, that was, was a fun award. Yeah. And the one that brought me to tears this year. Oh, yeah. There's always a <laughs> There's one. Always, At least one. Always At least one. one. Right. We also do a legislative service award where we recognize state legislators or other elected folks at the state level who help the city cause. And this year's rep- uh, awardees were Representative Brian Losey of Bondurant and Representative Andy McKean of Anamosa. And then finally, uh, the one that I think everyone's kind of an- anticipates quite a bit each mm-hmm. year is our Hall of Fame inductees. And this year we had two of them, in fact, including Jim Erb from the city of Charles City. He's the long-serving mayor there. He's also on the league board as our uh, board member and our president for uh, several years. And just, um, I think one of those people, when you talk about Jim Erb, he's just a total uh, public servant. Just uh, Mm -hmm. did a lot of things, uh, both on the city council there, but then um, served on other civic boards and commissions and volunteered and just a a great uh, representative of the city of Charles City. Mm -hmm. And then our our final one is Dave Heyer, uh, who worked in city government for many, many years as city manager in Bellevue and Manchester worked for the city of Dubuque as an economic development director, and then currently, last several years, has been working for the Jackson County Economic Alliance. And um, he's also been somebody who's been a mentor for many people, including myself, and uh, city managers and council members all around the state. He's always been uh, helpful doing being a speaker for league workshops and conferences and someone we can go to as a great resource. And the special part about that one uh, beyond the award itself was that his son, Ryan Heyer, who's a city manager in North Liberty, was uh, able to induct him, uh, mm-hmm. give the induction uh, that evening. And they were, I think, both very heartfelt, uh, obviously having the father and son up there on stage together. So Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, it was tremendous. That was memorable. That was the one sure. that brought tears to my eyes. Yeah, so. <laughs> me too. Me too. It was great. It was great. So, again, the awards are always just one of the most fun things that we get to do at the league here 
uh, it's a lot of work, but it's it's a great great amount of fun and it, and it's mm-hmm. exciting. And the best thing about it too is that we get to show this with uh, all the people around the state, all of our members, as examples of what we do and what cities do, and how important that work is. So again, we salute all of them. Yes, congratulations. We look forward to next year's uh, round of awardees. Absolutely. The Square is brought to you by the Iowa League of Cities. Come and see us at www.iowaleague.org. Our next segment, always a monthly favorite. We know it. We've heard from folks who love love these interviews. It is our Get to Know League, your Get to Know Your League staff interview. And this month, Katie, when do the honors? None other than Heather Roberts, <laughs> who many of you know, I'm sure. Oh, <laughs> Welcome, Heather. That speaks. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> yes. It's a pleasure to be invited. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, so Heather has been with the league for a while, but we'll let you kind of introduce yourself. So what's your title? What do you do for the league? I am currently the Director of Information Services. Um, and the concept there is if it plugs in, we get involved. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so that's my staff that's helping record this uh, mm-hmm. podcast even. Yeah, <laughs> so they're popular right. in the office. <laughs> we do hop quite a bit, don't we? Yeah. Um, so I've been here for May 12th, 1997. 1997. So this was my 22nd conference. My goodness. Wow. That's a lot. That's good. My feet have felt every mile. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, 22 years of service is incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And this place is, uh, I can't, I don't know where we'd be without Heather. I think everybody knows that. The, the folks that have worked with Heather over the years, she's had her hands in almost everything that the league has done and done it well. And it's mm-hmm. made things better for sure. So Here, I thought you were going to start blaming me. Okay, well, that's that, remember that on one interview. time? No. <laughs> Different interview. We'll get into that. No. Different podcast, <laughs> right, probably. Right. <laughs> Uh, so, a little background about you, though. Where did you grow up, go to school, all that? Sure. I am a what I call an Iowa transplant. I came to uh, Des Moines to go to Drake University, got a scholarship, and studied magazine journalism, actually. That's where my degree is in. And then mm-hmm. I decided I needed to actually um, get a job and uh, yeah, help pay for I my... my <laughs> yeah, other than that, you know, got to pay for the bills. Right. Um, but the um, there was an internship on the, the board at in the J School for a communications internship here at the league. So wow. I started in 96 as an intern and interned for a whole year. Um, so I could count 23, but I didn't actually go to that conference. I just designed the logo. (laughs) So um, basically, um, that late 90s was when the league was transitioning um, from just, you know, individual computers to a network. And I was... I believe the techiest person in the in the <laughs> office. It was kind of one of those one, two, three, not it kind of things. So. Yeah. Now the league actually sent me to MCSC school, Microsoft certified in system oh, okay. engineer school. Um, not fun. <laughs> <laughs> Can't I thought I, I thought I was geeky until I was proven wrong in those <laughs> classes. <laughs> there's right. there's a whole other level out there. Yeah. Um, but um, I've been doing the IT portion of it. Um, I I lasted in the communications coordinator position ten months before they made me technology manager. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, yeah. So um, we, they got me a mentor. They were a lot of on-the-job training as well, not just the, the book stuff, but, you know, I worked with a system administrator that uh, worked with our auditor. Oh, yeah. And to, to learn a lot of, of that stuff. And 
slowly but surely, they, they let me have an employee around 99. We got a new database in place in 2000, and the rest is, uh, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I think it speaks to your your intelligence and your ability to adjust quickly. I mean, it's something that in here in the office, Heather, again, she gets, she's been involved in so many different things and you can always go to her, uh, and you know, it's going to be some crazy question or some thing that you want. And she never says like, no, it's always like, I oh, do well, too. You just don't let hear me. me figure it out. <laughs> she's <laughs> like the city clerk. Yeah, she is actually. <laughs> nice. That's a good comparison. That's why I can probably work so much with IMFOA. I can relate <laughs> with these people. That's right. No. <laughs> Um, what I, um, my, my geekiness comes out in Excel, you know, uh-huh. my, as an intern, I made a pivot table database in Excel for the magazine's advertising. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So that was before Excel really wanted yeah. the pivot table. I had to, I actually had to read manuals to figure out how to oh. do it. It was, yeah. So it wasn't like clip Click it was buttons. around. It yeah, wasn't there yeah. yet. So it's, it, it was, uh, definitely my first foray into, uh, tech. I, it's probably why Tom... Breadaway, our former executive director, threw me under the bus. <laughs> he saw that spreadsheet. He's like, I can make her work it. <laughs> yeah, right. But, uh, it's like once you become good at something, though. That's, yeah. 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 Well, no it, going back. It's true. The secret's out, and you're, you're right. labeled forever. Right. But um, so that's, that's, that's cool. 22 years yeah. of doing lots of data crunching and uh, technology wrangling. Right. Because I, I don't know it all that by any means. I yeah. know who to call in some cases. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. When you're not in the office, where can you be found? <laughs> Neighborhood dog park. Mm-hmm. I have um, two rambunctious dogs <laughs> that uh, need their energy released quite a bit. So uh, we walk a lot. We go to the dog parks. Um, I have a few favorite, but the issue I have is uh, making sure there's no mud. In it. So if there's, there's mud, they get kept inside. But anyway, I also volunteer with the Animal Rescue League quite a bit. That's great. So I work with the dogs there too. I actually started volunteering with them to prepare myself to get a dog. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they Smart. actually trained me for that. But we actually, yeah. my first dog, we, had, we went through eight different puppy classes. Oh eight. my. Yeah. For you or for the dog? <laughs> <laughs> the problem is always the owner. Yeah, that's true. Very true. <laughs> yes. It was we so talk true about that with cities sometimes, you <laughs> yes. know, the animal control. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, hey, what is the best career advice you've ever received? Um, also from Tom Fredaway. Uh, his phrase was, uh, well, lead from the front, basically. Mm-hmm. Don't, a- don't ask somebody to do something you're not willing to do. Um, I, I feel that's important in life. Um, so you need to know what's going on, um, and how things go together to be able to, you know, lead others to do the same thing. Um, and then the other one was, uh, you can't wait till you can afford it to get married, which (laughs) was Tom's way of saying you can't prepare forever. Right. At some point you have to, um, you have to get off go and, and get it done. So Tom was an old Navy guy, so I still uh-huh. use a lot of Navy, like, uh, what are the terms, like, phrases and stuff oh, like okay. that. That's so cool. It's, yeah, he was the uh, formative boss, I think, <laughs> so you can blame a lot of my idiosyncrasies on Tom, by the way. 1342, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Send your letters, too. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know if we can say this on air, but I've worked close with Heather for a long time, and one 
thing that she always said to me is, we're not curing cancer. <laughs> and it, because I can get stressed out about stuff. And so she always would help me put things into perspective. Right. It's definitely, and uh, you have to take care of you because the job will take whatever you give it. Yeah. There's a little one to share with all of That's our listeners. Right. That's a Go. nice little career advice there. So uh, wrapping up here, what do you enjoy about working here at the league? Well, what's kept you here for 22 yeah. years? <laughs> it's the people both, um, yeah. on both sides, in the office and outside. Um, I had an opportunity to change jobs um, as an intern, actually. Mm-hmm. I got called by Meredith Corporation to get into their... I uh, hadn't heard this story. Yeah, That's to get into their uh, intern program oh, okay. that first year, and it was like two weeks after I started the league. Oh, wow. And I had already done an article about... Um, it ultimately ended up winning some kind of award through the school. I don't remember which one. But um, it's about the fact that uh, cities don't have enough people running for their positions, for their elected positions. Oh, yeah. And so I was doing um, interviews, over-the-phone interviews with you know mayors that were, you know, they got the job because they didn't say not it fast enough. Kind of thing. <laughs> right, yeah, they got written in or something. <laughs> yeah, they got yeah. written in, yeah. yeah. And that's actually how one of them phrased it. Um, and just, you know, talking to them and getting in, in there and realizing that the um, services that this organization was providing was making a difference. Whereas odds are I had done some small internships with Met Meredith before and it, the stuff, the content that they were providing while very entertaining mm-hmm. um, didn't speak to me as a something I could support and, 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 and get into mm-hmm. as, as deeply as this is. And um, I literally had to make a decision at one point. You know, I could go, I mean, it was it was basically one of those forks in the road that you don't yeah. you don't come back from. You turn right. down uh, an, mm-hmm. a big uh, internship like that, you're not likely to get offered another yeah. one. So, right. um, some of my friends are now in New York because they took that oh, wow. that uh, yeah. uh, internship. So that's a that was a big one. And but that was the issue is that I wanted to be able to make a difference with what I'm doing. So. It turns out it wasn't in communications at all. Right. <laughs> well, I still do help it, well, yeah, in yeah. there quite a bit. You'll see the, the articles. You can blame those on me, too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> some of the editing. <laughs> but um, what keeps you here? People and every day, it's a different issue. There's yeah. always something changing. Now, some things are very cyclical. I'm gonna, uh, we're working on the directory mm-hmm. right now. Cities, you're going to be getting your updates in November. <laughs> we're going to be harassing you by January. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, But that's, those things are very cyclical. But every time we approach them, we get, to, we get to try to do it differently. We don't have to do it the same way every time. Um, I've had uh, former coworkers that have gone to take jobs, and they're asking me why I don't you know, take more money to go to one of the uh, corporate corporations here in town and the answer is I don't want to do the exact same thing every day yeah I mean yes we have cubes but we are this is not a cubicle job in my opinion you you know you're not pushing the same button every morning yeah so true and uh you know I'll go from talking to someone about their password to explaining uh website issues to keep in mind uh, for a city council mm-hmm. to troubleshooting a report that one of my staffers was running to, you know, answering the phone. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Doing it all. And making coffee. <laughs> so, <laughs> that too. AKA the city clerk. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, we, and, you know, 
that uh, clerk certification program. I've tried oh, yeah. to give it away a couple times, and it keeps coming back. But <laughs> <laughs> You're just but, so good at it. Yeah, we, nobody else can do it. This, so. is, this is the excuse I've heard multiple times <laughs> at this point. No, I actually enjoy it. And it, it, again, it's something that people are accomplishing, and it's making yeah. their world a little bit better. But right. And that's actually what I'm not doing right now is uh, putting together the uh, clerk credits for conference and MPA right. and stuff like that. I should be doing that right now. Instead, I'm doing an interview with you. <laughs> oh, <I'm sorry. laughs> uh, we appreciate it. You're we so welcome. Appreciate we appreciate you too, yeah. Heather. You do it all. No, you guys are going to make me tear up. Oh, well. no, that's not, not allowed. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, thank you, Heather. And one other thing, just so our people know out there, Heather is also probably the MVP each year of our holiday staff party and gift exchange. Always <laughs> comes up with yes. some of the best. Uh, thought most thoughtful gifts out there. So whoever she is a good gift she giver. Is. She's excellent. I always uh, I'm excited to see if uh, who she gets each year. <laughs> Hopefully, hoping it's me. But you know, yeah, uh, you know, who knew you could find multiple uses for an old used paper uh, toilet paper roll? I mean, come on. <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Heather, thank you for coming You're on welcome. the square. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for everything you do. You're welcome. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're back for our uh, another monthly segment, the trivia, and we'll go through last month's trivia. The question was, in what city did the red delicious apple originate? And we're going to kick it to our trivia expert, Ryan Peeler. I, uh, I I believe that this one is under dispute. I think would be the good, I think would be the good uh, term for this. All right. Um, we got one answer mailed in to us. That's Woodbine, Iowa. Um, I know that we also looked up Peru, Iowa, yeah, and yeah. I know that Winterset also lays claim to this title. So, I don't know. Maybe they'll go out and have uh, rock, paper, scissors and <laughs> see who figures it out. Yeah. I, I don't know how you A Red that. Delicious uh, yeah. wrestling match or some or, sort. Or, you know, who can throw them the farthest? Right, you know, right. Something like that. The league, <laughs> the league can host that. Maybe next year at our conference we can have a little Red Delicious contest. Arm wrestle. <laughs> right, right. So, no, I think we're going to go ahead and give all three cities recognition for that. We're yeah. not going to get in the middle of that fight. I don't care where they're from. They're all delicious. There, there we go. So, uh, what do we got for next this current uh, episode? All right. This month's question is, what year did the league's MLA training, the Municipal Leadership Academy, what year did it begin? How long have we been doing this? No, I... This is going to be interesting to find out. If somebody can send in the, uh, the answer to this. Some of the we don't know veteran right city yeah. officials, yeah. We have to look We're going to have to do some research on this. But it is an MLA year, as we talked about before. Uh, it's very important training, and it's been held for a number of years. I can give you that much information. It's, <laughs> it goes back well before our time here. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. All right. Well, hey, thanks to everyone for listening in. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. And stay up to date with all good things going on at, uh, around the league with League Weekly and our website, our social media. And, of course, stay tuned for uh, future episodes of, of The Square. Yeah, thank you. Is it Peru or Peru? I think it's Peru. And I think we're going to do an episode on the pronunciations of, of certain cities in <laughs> Iowa that may not be uh, what's really said outside of our fair state. Okay, can't wait. Yeah, we can do this all.